0: My name is Matthew Rigard, and you're listening to 4th and Wrecked. Hello, everybody. Today, we'll be talking about race number two of the Great Lakes Lightning Sprint season. After the first race was over, I was having a lot of fun announcing, but I needed to get a little bit better. Uh, that was... Um, Just uh, something I needed to do because if I wanted to get into announcing, I definitely need to improve. And I just started compiling all the notes I had from race one, which included sponsor information from all the drivers. And I just made, put it all into one little binder. That way I could learn more about the drivers. That way when it goes to announcing, quickly get to it. And each driver had their own section with their age, their hometown, and a list of sponsors. And as the season went along, I added more drivers and more sponsors as I talked to more and more people and as drivers got more and more sponsors. And this definitely helped out when I was going up for qualifying because as soon as like the driver would go out on the racetrack, I'd have that little note card to help me or that little sheet of paper, the binder, to help me out that way when the driver go on the racetrack, there's all the information about them, which helped me a little bit talk it more out On the track, that way I could remember it a lot more. That way, at the end of the season, I really wouldn't have to rely on the note cards. Now it was time for the next race of the season. This came a week later on May 19th, and this time it was at Mount Pleasant Speedway. And only one week later, and the car count dropped from 22 down to 19 cars. This wasn't a problem for Matt Cogley, still the less amount of cars, but he still hit the fast time for the second race in a row. The top 10 in qualifying being Matt Cogley, Justin Ward, Brendan Cascadden, Ricky Droke, Mac Erickson, Arlie Cooper Jr., Jacob Shabai, Dalton Pipgrass, Bill Dunham, and Lindsey Erickson. And after qualifying, everybody was sorted out into the respective heat races. And this time, even though I was at the racetrack, I had the opportunity to spectate this race instead of actually announcing, which helped me out a lot because being a spectator, I was able to learn more about what to talk about under caution because that was my biggest flaw, I think, throughout the entire season with announcing was trying to figure out how to fill the space. And as I talked to more and more announcers, they were able to help me out. And the announcer that helped me out this week was Leo. And some of you may know him as Chief, but I learned a lot from Leo, and I was grateful to be able to hear how he's grown in announcing and how he was able to help me. They're very thankful for him. And at this point, it was time for heat racing. Heat number one was as follows. Lindsay Erickson won heat number one, followed by Ricky Droke, Matt Cogley, Jacob Shibaya, No Wilfong, Paul King, and Jake Erickson. Heat 2 was won by Justin Ward, followed by Mack Erickson, Dalton Pipgrass, Bella Erickson, Chad Colley, and Chuck Erickson. And finally, to round out the heats, Brandon Cascaden was able to pull through, followed by Bill Dunham, Arley Cooper Jr., Avery Neal, Rick Irwin, and Bud Schrader. Unfortunately, Bud Schrader, who started the heat, actually had to pull off about halfway through, but he was able to continue and get ready for the feature. At this time, there were six drivers who were eligible for the redraw, including Lindsey Erickson, Ricky Droke, Justin Ward, Mac Erickson, Brandon Casten, and Bill Dunham. Bill Dunham actually had the luck of the draw and was able to draw the pole position with Justin Ward to his outside, and they both started on the front row. Two drivers were unable to start the feature, including Chuck Erickson and Jake Erickson. And unfortunately, the driver, the number 55, had to go to a backup car and by the rule books. He had to start at the tail end of the field. Now it's time for 20 laps with 19 cars. The green flag drops and the cars fire away into turn one. Bill Dunham charging out to the front. After about two laps, Brandon Cascadon showed a lot of speed out of the gate, being able to close down to third from his original fifth starting position. For about three laps, the top three stayed single file, led by Bill Dunham over Justin Ward and Ricky Droke. However, Ricky Droke then took a charge, passed the number eight machine of Justin Ward. Meanwhile, Brendan Cascadden followed him through top three. Now Bill Dunham, Ricky Droke, and Brendan Cascadden. Seven laps in, and now the lap cars are beginning to file in front of Bill Dunham. But as soon as this happened, trouble for the last week's winner of Mac Erickson. And the caution waves. The green flag drops again, and Brendan Cascadon wasted no time to get out front, passing Ricky and Bill on the front straightaway. Then what seemed like a great day blew out in smoke, and Ricky Droke was done. But as he blew up, Rick Irwin and Avery Neal collided together, and the caution flag is out again. And oh no, there goes Bill Dunham, who got the pole for the race, lost all he had, coasted down the front straightaway, and the caution flag was out again. This time, the green flag had dropped again until the 76 of Dalton Pipgrass spun around and turned four, but yet was able to continue. Yet another green white checkered finish, but this time Brandon was able to battle back and pull off his first feature win of the season. Congrats to Brandon Cascaddon. The top 10 being Brandon Cascaddon, Justin Ward, Jacob Shabai, Arlie Cooper Jr., Dalton Pipgrass, Bella Erickson, Matt Cogley, Lindsey Erickson, Chad Colley, and Noah Wilfong. And unlike last week, only the six top six finished on the lead lap. The driver of the race had to be Matt Cogley. He started at the back, but he drove his way off, drove his butt off to get to the front. Ended up finishing seventh overall. It was a good race. Uh, congrats again to Brandon and And like I said, it was great for me to spectate. I had a lot of fun spectating, and I learned a lot. I uh, learned a lot from Leo. I had a bunch of notes taken down and what he was saying, stuff to copy from him, but um, stuff to use in my own stuff. And uh, like I said, I'm thankful for him again. At this point, we'd like to turn our attention to the second interview driver that we have, and today's driver that we're talking to is Arlie Cooper Jr. The number twenty-nine of Arlie Cooper Jr. Arlie, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Matt.
0: Doing good. Well. It is off season time and unfortunately uh I want to go back to racing. I, I loved going up in the booth and just uh going out and announcing and how's your off season going?
1: Oh, it's going pretty good. It's uh you know, not much different than the, during the season. I'm just busy busy. Um between work and getting stuff ready for winter and a little bit on the race car. Uh, you know, that's about the only difference is I'm not, I'm not trying to get ready for Friday night right now. So that's a little stress relief there, but all's good.
0: Yeah. And you got a little time to, um, work on the race car before we get back to, uh, racing again next season, which I am excited for next season. And it's starting to get that time starting to get a little colder. Uh, you guys got any plans for, uh, the winter time or next year
1: uh yeah yeah during the winter we like to uh travel down and see my grandparents down in florida take the kids down there do you know do some family stuff um i don't mind the cold weather uh uh avid sportsman so right now i'm juggling work and hunting and then uh, you know once the snow flies and it gets real cold we'll we'll try to hit the ice and maybe try to catch catch some fish
0: yeah, just like you and like seriously everybody that I've talked to whether it's like from guys from traditional sprints, super sprints, even the lightning sprints, like everybody likes hunting. And it it's crazy. Uh because we're we're also in like northern like all the shows we have are in northern Michigan, so hunting is from around there. I'm from originally from Connecticut, so I I mean there was woods but not enough for hunting. So But you guys yeah, look back yeah, on the, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Here you go
1: no, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, uh, you guys uh, look back on the season. You guys did pretty good. How do you guys think you did?
1: Um, You know, in, in the realm of everything, uh, I think I did pretty good. Um, I would have obviously liked to do a little bit better. Uh, you know, we started the season off being pretty consistent. Um, you know, top fives. Uh, heat races were looking good. As the season progressed, I just... I was really struggling with my setup, um, learning the car. This is my first full season in a, with the hyper chassis. And, and I was just, I was always struggling finding the right setup out there. And, uh, you know, working with uh, with Justin Ward, um, we finally got something figured out when I started to listen to him and uh, started, started doing a little bit better. I'd come out and uh, do pretty good in the heat race. And then, uh, in the future, it's just tough competition. So, uh, really, just struggling, struggling to find my grass on the car and, and my driving style out there.
0: Yeah, and um, you guys, uh, three heat wins, three top fives, and nine top tens compared to last season. Uh, you got more top tens. What did you guys do to improve from last season to these this season uh, to help you guys out?
1: Well, this is my second full season out there. Well, it's my second season out there in the car um, racing one of these cars. So I'm honestly, I'm still learning the car. Uh, I'm still learning how to drive these lightning sprints. And uh, it's a lot to take in. So uh, I feel like every time I go out there, whether I do good or do bad, I'm, I'm learning something about, driving the car and uh you know i just try to go out there and do a little bit better feel that the car is a lot better than the car i had last year so that helps
0: yeah and you guys um you guys look back on the season you guys had a little couple issues uh throughout the season but you still made all 12 races which would applaud to you you and jacob had a little bit of problems but you guys are both still able to make all the races it Does it seem like helpful to have many people around, like Justin, or just uh, anybody around to help you out with the car over the off off weeks?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, me and Justin are a team. Uh, We help each other with each other's cars. He's been racing these cars for a long time, so he knows a lot of people. So, in that aspect, it when when something breaks, um, like my major problem this year was, uh, I blew up a motor towards the end of the season. Um, actually two. Uh, so when the first one went, you know, I, I looked, he made a couple calls and within, within the first call, he, he found me something and I just had to do a little bit of driving to get, get the motor, which, uh, which was a good deal. So got that in and, um, you know, it just seemed like bad luck on, on, on me and the car and went out and the car felt great. And my, in my, uh, and qualifying went out in the heat race and I started losing power and, and I wasn't come out in the feature and wasn't able to finish the feature and lost that motor too. So, um, it's just, uh, that's, that's racing. That's what everyone tells me. So, but, you know, having a teammate like Justin, he's got a spare car and, and, and let me run that car for the last race just to be able to make all these races. And uh, sometimes it's tough, but it definitely helps having having people around and, and having good teammates.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that's a good thing about racing, you know, all racing, you know, not just uh, the Great Lakes Lightning Sprints. Is there's always people to, around to help out, lend a helping hand. When I actually, flashing back, I used to work for ARCA, and uh, I was on Wayne Peterson Motorsports, and some of the big teams, like Joe Gibbs Racing, would help us out. Uh, so it was always good to get help from, like, big guys. But uh, what you guys work on uh, this season? Because I know you guys improved from last season to this season with the more top tens. Uh, did you guys, I feel like I might have already asked this, but did you guys, uh, what did you guys work on?
1: So really uh, the main thing that, that I was working on is just, I mean, it's all about seat time. So like I said, this is my second season out there. So making every race and, and, and just getting more seat times helped me tremendously. Um, I feel, you know, coming back next season uh, I I know I'll still be learning, but from what I, what I can take from this season, hopefully I'm going to come out there and and be be just a little bit more competitive um, it'd really be nice to reel in a feature win, so you know, getting getting a uh, three heat race wins was a, a huge deal for me. That's probably the highlight of my season. Um, I I raced started racing back in 2012 or 13, but I raced a front wheel drive car, um, and 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 going out and winning a heat race within the first couple of races it had me just hooked to to race so uh over the three years of doing that at cherry speedway my third year i actually reeled in a a a points championship at cherry speedway with the warrior class so I, i i definitely like to win i like to be competitive and uh that's that's where we're trying to be at for next year is come out there and be more competitive and and hopefully hopefully reel in a few feature wins and just keep improving.
0: Yeah. And you guys, uh, you just mentioned how uh, your third season, you wound up with a points championship. Well, you're heading into your third season next season in 2024. Um, So you guys are planning to race next season, right? That's correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, it's a plan to race next season. Um, You know, looking, you know, I'm getting my motor fixed that I, that I blew up at the end of season. So we're still working on the car, uh, you know, a couple, up, a couple upgrades, you know, we may, may even upgrade the motor package instead of putting, putting in, um, the motor that I just had in there. So it's, uh, it's, it's hard to say, but the plan is, come out and do, do the best we can and be competitive and, and, uh, and have fun
0: yeah and you you look back on this season uh it was uh, 12 races uh but what did you guys have a favorite moment of the season could be a heat win a good race yeah, good memory Yeah, definitely
1: definitely my my favorite part was uh you know it was the heat the heat race win but you know every time we come out there to the track um it's just the guys the guys we we're racing with uh making some really good friends out there and uh you know, you just come there and it's all smiles and, um, you know, you get out on the, on the track and it, it, it's a great time. And like you said earlier, it, when you need a helping hand, someone's there. So through some of the, be- you know, troubles I had out there, it's nice to be able to go to almost any one of the guys, pretty much all of them. They're, they're willing to, if they've got it, they're willing to lend it to you, give you a helping hand. So you know it's it's hard to point out one thing but selfishly of course my heat race wins probably my favorite moment from this last season
0: yeah it's always a good thing to look back at and uh i don't know how many race tracks there were i think it was more like uh 5 6 or 7 between the 5 or 7 range do you guys have a favorite track that we raced at this season or maybe we didn't race that you used to race uh the season before
1: so, uh, as far as the tracks that we run at, I really like Crystal. It reminds me a lot of, of Cherry Speedway. Um, you know, Mount Pleasant, I, I really like that track. And, and Tri-City, besides having most of my bad luck there, um, I like that track as well. But as far as my favorite goes, I'd have to say Crystal.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Crystal, uh, when I mentioned it to, to a friend one time, he said, Bristol, question mark? Because he was confused. And actually, when I went out to go to look at the track, it kind of was like the dirt version of Bristol. Because it was really high banked and seeing the banking was, I mean, incredible. And it was a lot of fun to go there twice. And it was great to have our track championship or not our track champion, our season championship there. So it was a lot of fun. So.
1: Oh, most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great to talk to you. I hope your off season uh, doesn't seem too long because it's getting pretty long for me, even though it's been two months.
1: (laughs) My days fly by, so I'm sure it'll be here before I know it. And uh, I'm just fingers crossed that I'm ready. I'm ready for the the season to not scramble in the last minute. You know, just like during the season, you're just almost feel like you're rushing to get everything done. When you you know when you break something. It's, you know, Thursday night, you're just hoping that you got it done. So that way you can have the car loaded up and ready to go Friday.
0: So then you're saying it was a good thing. Our season was plagued by Mother nature, missing a couple of races, helping you guys out a little bit.
1: Yeah, it definitely gives you some breathing, uh, you know, a little little bit of breathing. You know, it kind of sucked when it did happen, though, because we'd already had a couple weeks off. So we were ready to go back to race. But, you know, we just take it in strides
0: yeah well like i said Grant, it was great to talk to you and i really hope to see you back at the racetrack and it was uh, great to talk to you today
1: hey thanks for having me
0: on hey anytime good to see you man yep well that'll about bring us to the end of the episode thank you for tuning in into episode three mount pleasant edition again thank you to arlie cooper jr for tuning in and we'll see you next time